Hello, you're listening to a bonus episode of Sci-Fi TV Rewatch. My name is Dave, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Wayne. And we're going to talk a little bit about the end of Series 11 of Doctor Who, which came to its conclusion, oh, we're recording on a Sunday a couple days ago. So, Actually, general... That'd be a week ago, I believe, Dave. Oh, that would be a week ago. Okay, uh, yeah. So, so, yeah, I just got to... I just got to watch it finally. Uh, so, so general reactions, because, you know, you and I have talked a little bit here and there about, you know, how we felt about the new doctor, Jodie Whittaker, the series as it's been taken over by Chris Chibnall. So, you know, I'll, I'll let you go first. Well, okay. So it's, uh, I, I'd say there, there's good and bad uh, from this season. I mean, probably the best thing is Jodie Whittaker as the doctor. She was great. As great a challenge in front of, of them as did Jodie Whittaker. And she handled it great. She was awesome. Uh, she made the doctor her own. Uh, but yet also by, you know, keeping the, the character in kind of in line with previous incarnations and, and not changing it too much. Now, the word change then is what I would like to address here because I get Chris Chibnall that you're taking over. I get you're having the first female doctor, but it's, you know, people are by and large conservative and enjoy like familiarity, especially in a TV show, especially long running TV show. So when you change absolutely everything about the show, that's not necessarily going to work out. And it didn't work out, you know, like aside from changing the night, uh, Jodie Whittaker, um, changing now instead of one companion, we have three, which actually was good. Changing the music, changing the TARDIS, changing just everything, you know? And it's like, I think he went too far, you know? And honestly, um, it, it, it might sound like I got a thing on, about, you know, like a grudge against Chris Chibnall. I, I don't. I thought Broadchurch was great. He did, um, what else? He did uh, Torchwood. I, I love Torchwood. But I thought his episodes, except for the very last one, were the worst ones of, of this season. I think the show got well, a lot well, better yeah. when he stopped writing, too. Well, I think so. in general, the writing was okay. I, I hesitate to use the word mediocre, but I, I have to admit that there were episodes where I was flat out bored and I stayed with it yeah. because, you know, I've watched too much Doctor Who to just abandon it. But as you said, most of the episodes that Chris Chibnall wrote were not among my favorites. The last one, as you said, I, I thought was was pretty good. Not great, but but still pretty good. Um, yeah, and, and you you're mentioned that it, it just felt like change for the sake of change. Yes. We've got a woman doctor. And I think, unless you're just a, a hardcore misogynist, the news that we were going to have a, a female doctor and that it was going to be Jodie Whittaker from Broadchurch, I think was met with a, a, a fair amount of enthusiasm. As you said, I loved her in Broadchurch. I thought, okay, I mean, certainly Broadchurch is a dark, heavy show, and, and her character really went down that path as well. But I felt like she had the acting chops 
to pull off Doctor Who. Now, I think a lot of the criticism, certainly my wife felt this way, is that she was just a little bit too manic. And I tried to remind her because my wife's seen a lot of Doctor Who, but not all of it. Matt Smith's Doctor in his early stages was pretty darn manic, uh-huh. as was uh, Tennant, if I recall correctly. So, uh, you know, I get that. I was okay with that. I, I generally really liked her as the doctor. And, and for me, I'm fine with that. Three companions, you know, I read somewhere, and, and so this is not my description, but that the TARDIS feels crowded. And uh-huh. taken individually, I love every one of the companions. Uh, Mandeep Gill as Yaz. She's wonderful. I love her. But it's like we hardly got to know you. Yeah. Tass and Cole well, that's a th- yep. as Ryan. I mean, you know, now we did get to know him and Bradley Walsh, who plays Graham, a little bit. And, and you know, their relationship as step-grandfather and step-grandson was, was you know, pretty pretty good the way it developed and and you know when they fist bump each other in in this last episode uh you know they, they've really taken that step but three is too many i'm sorry it's just too many yeah and you know partly because like really i i think they did a a really good job of developing graham i mean graham is clearly the um the, you know the the most highly developed uh, of the companions and you know but all you know all, all three of them were were great but they just gave a lot more to to him and um you know I you know again not sure why that is but you know it was I don't know just how it worked out I guess because he was dealing with grace's passing that he probably carried you know the most emotional gravitas though in that one um episode he he had to go through the whole episode wearing a ridiculous hat uh so so i i I loved all three companions i just I, i agree with you that in that i think we just really didn't get much depth. Like they had, you know, they had a, a Yaz episode. They had a Ryan episode. Um, but, uh, you know, other than that, it was just kind of like running around with the doctor, you know, whereas, you know, with- exactly. I- instead of them forming a relationship the way we saw, uh, with Rose and, Eccleston's doctor and then Rose with Tennant's doctor uh, and, and you know the other companions to where there were you know there really was a strong bond and, and I think you just said it perfectly it's just they're just running around with the doctor that that there's never any time to really get to know one another and and you know we see that relationship and, and, and the struggle that Graham and Ryan are having with each other and you know it sort of gets mended there at the end but Yaz is just kind of out there so i don't know if only one was going to survive 
and, and by survive, I don't mean die. I mean, just maybe decide that, you know what, traveling around the universe on the TARDIS isn't for me. I, you know, I like the firm ground of Yorkshire and, and, uh, you know, thanks for the memories. But I, I think I would like to have Yaz as the one. And mm-hmm. I'm not sure why. I'm not I'm not sure why. I mean, maybe it's because of her police training and that, you know, that she's got a certain skill set that she doesn't really get to use here, which reminds me the one thing I loved about Graham in this last episode is that issue that he has with the doctor over using violence, I guess, if you will. And that the doctor, it's like, nope, violence, killing under any circumstance, not acceptable. Right. Says, um, says the, the person who destroyed his own planet. Yeah. Oh, right, right. <laughs> but that wasn't there like, uh, yeah, uh, we were just I, kidding. I'm, I'm, not actually, sh- I'm not sure where we I are. I can't remember with, <laughs> yeah. I know it's like came back, but it, they can't find it or something. They, it, they just kind of built that up. And then, um, and then just kind of like left it there. So I don't know. Right, we're talking about Gallifrey, of course, but uh, yeah, um, but but that whole idea that a good man can't have blood on his hands, I think, is ridiculous. That yeah. if if it's warranted, and and you mean to tell me that killing tim shaw would be a bad thing exactly and and graham has a good point there he's like listen if we had killed him before this wouldn't be happening now so people suffered and died because they let him go you know so they come up with a and and, and, i'm sorry go ahead no go you go i was saying the solution they come up with it isn't really that different than killing him like you're gonna lock him up in some kind of stasis for the ever and ever, like is that more humane than just ending him? Like, yeah, I'm but not so you sure. and I have seen, we've seen enough science fiction that we know what's going to happen is somebody's going to come to this world. Oh, let's open this stasis chamber, right? And boom, exactly, he's released. Right. I mean, just when they let all those other people out, how did they know who they were? Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like uh, uh, on the hundred when you've got that that ship full of prisoners that are in stasis, yeah. right? Uh, Sometimes, anyway, but uh, stasis should just stay in stasis. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> what happens now, in stasis the, stays in stasis. <laughs> yeah. Now the episodes were a little longer this season, fifty minutes yeah. versus forty-two, but we only had ten episodes as opposed to twelve. Yeah. I don't know. You know. I don't think it makes a difference one way or the other. Well, I would rather have 12 episodes is what I'd think. Okay, 12 episodes of 42 minutes. Yeah. I mean, okay. it's great that they're longer and everything. Uh, fine. Actually, I thought it didn't work out that well. Some of these, as you said, some of these episodes dragged. And they were yeah. too long, you know? Yeah. That, but so whatever, that's fine. Longer episodes is great, but I also would appreciate 12 episodes, especially since we get Doctor Who once every other year, basically, you know? Yeah. And now they're talking, and they're only I, do six next year. So. Yeah. I, I mean, I heard or read a statement by Chibnall lamenting the, the, the fact that coming up with enough story ideas 
was really difficult. Like, what the hell? Yeah. I mean, you, you have all of history and reality to pick from. Plus, you uh, can just make up anything else. Like, I, I'm not saying it's easy. Obviously, if it were easy, anyone would do it. It's, but like, I believe you're the one who said, I would like to do Doctor Who. Like, no one put a gun to your head, dude. If you don't have any ideas, then don't freaking do it. Which, you know, okay, now while I'm getting warmed up on Chris Chibnall, let me bring up, because I didn't even know this, that there's not going to be a Christmas episode this year. Instead, it's going to be on New Year's. See, that's what I'm talking about. I believe the term I said, and I know this is supposed to be PG, but I believe the term I said when you told me that is fuck Chris Chibnall. You know, like that is just ridiculous. Like now that is, as you're talking about, change for the sake of change, right? Like there's been a Doctor Who Christmas episode since forever. Well, I don't know. Well, since the reboot. Exactly. Since the reboot, which was 2005. So that's like 13 years of pretty much every Christmas having a Doctor Who episode. And I said, Chris Chibnall, I don't know if you don't know this about people, but people like things like that. People like consistency. People like things, that, especially on TV, that, that they can be like comfortable with. And, and people like traditions of, especially Doctor Who fans, of, oh, it's Christmas. There's going to be an awesome Doctor Who episode on Christmas, as there is every year. But, oh, no, we're going to do it on New Year's this year. Like, you know, that... That's what I'm saying. The change for just the sake of change is BS. And and that's why if, as it's being reported, uh, next year is the it for Chris Chibnall, I would be not at all unhappy to see him go. I would hate to see Jodie Whittaker go. Apparently, the article I read said that if he goes, she goes, which would suck. But, you know, I, I just, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of all the things at once. I, you know, change some things. Don't get me wrong. I think it's so awesome that they brought on Jodie Whittaker. I think she did a great job. And I, and I think it's, it was due, long overdue, that a woman play the doctor. Um, but then to just change everything, like change the night, changing how long they are, changing the number you do, and then changing a Christmas episode, like, dude, it's too much. It's just too much, and there's there's no reason for it, and and I don't think there's uh, some people will probably be sad to see you leave, but I won't be one of them. Well, I mean, there could be a reason. I don't know what it is, and and I guess I thought about Christmas special versus New Year's Day special, and I know for me, I I never watched the Christmas special Christmas evening because I was at. A relative's house yeah. so that i always watched it the next day anyway and and as you know i mean only a few of them really are christmas themed some of them you know don't have anything to do with the holiday which is which is no, well, they, all, they all had something to do with the holiday i don't think so yeah did they yeah okay it, 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 it wasn't necessarily a theme as in like probably one of the best ones is the uh, the matt smith a christmas carol which probably might be the, the best of them but they all had like at least would take place like at Christmas time, you know, whether it was okay. a big theme or not. Okay. Um, but then I thought, well, New Year's Day or evening, uh, that's workable. You know, I, I'm going to be around. I can watch it. And so I don't know. I mean, I, but I, I do feel like you that there is something valuable about tradition. And just because I'm at a relative's house doesn't mean that a family like yours 
might enjoy sitting around with your kids watching the doctor who christmas special and that you look forward to it it's part of the family culture and and you know now suddenly for whatever reason chris chibnall's the devil yeah uh (laughs) we're not going to have that yeah so that's what i'm saying uh, i don't know i i don't like it i think you know and 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 honestly if if the uh especially the episodes that he did were better than I probably wouldn't have so much of an issue. But the fact is, again, save, you know, except for the, the last one of this season, I didn't like the episodes that Chris Chibnall wrote. Yeah. And I thought they and, got and, better and after it, he let other people do the writing. All right. Now, uh, in terms of if I was going to give the season a grade, it's it's kind of difficult because I feel like the actors – did the best they could with what they were given and that I thought the acting was pretty top notch. And, and I think all uh, four of the actors, all, yeah, all four of the actors would be in the a, a minus range. Yeah. But the story's not so much. Yeah. And that's kind of an important thing. So for me to give the season series 11, anything more than a B minus, is going to be difficult. And, and, and it's because I think the acting and the on-screen dynamism that each of them really exuded, I'm, I'm going to, you know, they pretty much saved it for me. Is I just liked all four of them. Yeah, B, B minus in there, I'm thinking. You know, uh, I, I saw another article that's saying the standalone episodes kind of were bad for this season. I kind of have some with that too. I kind of agree that, there was no overall arc. There was no, you know, like a, you know, some some season arc that that ties the stories together. You know, I always like that. I like. I always love the the multi episode episodes. You know, and with this again, you know, just the change we got, like this guy Tim Shaw. So yeah, he shows at the very beginning, the very end. There is the the baddie in the Rosa Parks one, you know. I mean, other than that, you know, again, like no Daleks, no Cybermen. Like, Grant, I again, I you're all make your own mark, absolutely. But you know, you know why the Daleks and the Cyberman have lasted over fifty years as you know as uh, antagonists because yeah, they're freaking cool. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> right. Because they're amazing, they're great ideas, and they make for awesome antagonists. Um, and that's why they keep popping up and popping back. So to just reject those completely, you know, to me that that's also kind of like problematic. Yeah, it's like uh, Chris Chibnall took on the persona of a Dalek. And decided to exterminate exterminate everything from Doctor Who before. Uh, anyway, all right. Well, uh, anything else you want to bring up? No, I'm actually. This was therapeutic for me, Dave. I appreciate you letting all me right. do this, man. All right, cool. So, uh, all right. Well, I hope you enjoyed this bonus episode of Sci-Fi TV Rewatch. My name's Dave. I'm with Wayne, and we will be back soon to talk to you about another episode of season three of travelers thanks for joining us later